Welcome, 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 everyone, to Adventures into Reality. I am joined by my intrepid co-host, Kathy Ma. Kathy, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm great. It's great to be back on the show again. I do look forward to Mondays. Um, one of the great things I'm discovering about America right now is that it's starting to get warmer. <laughs> yes, spring is here. <laughs> It's, I'm not complaining about the cold, but it is nice to see the sun. <laughs> Where I've been, it has been fog and rain oh, for months. No. <laughs> you still have not seen the sun. <laughs> well, we, we've had sun the last couple days, but literally we, we would had like three to five days of sun per month. Oh, wow. The rest was fog and rain. Oh. It was a very different winter over here. Yeah, that's cold and miserable. Well, I suppose miserable is not the right word. <laughs> not uplifting. <laughs> not uplifting, correct. All those rainy days, you know, all those rainy day checks for a book you wanted to read, those were all done you know, like in the first month. <laughs> You've literally run out of books. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, what would we do without the internet? <laughs> what would we do without the internet? We'd... Be in love with the birds and the nature and be singing and dancing like they did in the 40s. Well, that's true. That's true. I mean, it's when you look back even just, what, 30 years ago, mm -hmm. uh, you know, without the access to all this, you know, information, um, email, etc., it's like you had full days, you know. <laughs> You're <were> always busy. <laughs> How do we have time for the internet now? It's really hard to comprehend. Exactly. You know, you know, at the end of the year, you know, you count up you know, the amount of emails that you had. I can't, I don't know how many thousands that I had. It was some ridiculous number. But uh, this year, uh, this spring is different. You know, every spring is different. You know, for every year that I've been alive, you can say every spring is different. Am I making it any more different than anything else? This is one of those years that, we have a unique opportunity, like we've had in many previous years, to make statements, to make goals on these springs so that we are able to sow the fruits that we're sowing over the spring and the summer. Mm. I like the sounds of that. It sounds like birth, new birth, newness, freshness. It's about time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With that, we have been we have been informed by our intrepid producer Laura Lee Solomon that the calls are firing up. Yeah. So, Laura Lee Solomon, who is the first contestant on Adventures into Reality? <laughs> As I put her on the spot, oh, they hung up. <laughs> <laughs> our first contestant is here. Seven oh seven. Your name and where you're calling from. Hallelujah, it's a miracle. Oh, my Lord. Andrew Bartis, my name is Amaranta, and I'm calling from California, and I'd like to tell you a story. Back in 2012, when all of this was, like, kind of getting crazy, I went to see uh, Inelia Benz, and I was going to do a weekend-long meditation conference. I go to put gas in my car before my hour-long drive to Sacramento, where the retreat was. I get to a gas station, and my hand slips, and I end up spraying my face with gasoline. And then I'm closing my eyes, 
asking for help, and I know that I had seen a bunch of people at the gas station. Suddenly, no one's around to help me. Finally, I take off my sweater, I pat my face dry, and I feel safe enough to open my eyes. And then I was like, okay, either someone's trying to prevent me from going to this meditation thing, or maybe I need to not go. So I decided to go home, shower, run a little late. I made it to the meditation place. Um, during a break, I met Lance White. And then I asked him, I said, hey, what are you excited about lately? And he said, Andrew Bartis, we just recorded the Galactic Historian session. He had just recorded it like a week or two. And then ever since then, I've been listening to you nonstop. So I'm so excited to talk to you. Wow, that is a cool little story of synchronicities. Yes. And the funny thing is, uh, she did an interview called Buddha at the Gas Pump. And so I literally had to be a Buddha at the Gas Pump and not freak out and like continue on my mission. Uh, <laughs> very cool, very cool, very cool. Yeah. So what kind of questions did you want to ask today? I would like to ask firstly, because I'm dealing with it daily, is why did I choose such a itchy skin suit to incarnate into, and what can I do about it? You had no other choice. If you wanted to come in on the day of your birth, which meant you would accept an imprint from the stars and an imprint from the seven previous generations of ancestors, you had to take that skin suit. You had done so much good in all of the other skin suits that they were going to do whatever that they could do, the system, to make sure that you couldn't incarnate into those bodies. You would have taken on the most severest of karmic debt and curses. So you had the, 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 the Volkswagen bug or the, the thing or whatever you want to call it, you know, the, the Ford Impala. It was the only skin suit you had that could bring you in and not give you debt that would murder you or turn you into the most evil and vilest person. Interesting. I feel a lot of healing energy um, passing through my system now, so thank you. So there, there's more there, and there's the reason you earned that, um, let's just say, not-so-badge of honor. <laughs> when you do good in other lifetimes, it wrinkles through time, and then there are times we do such unique goodness for souls who are going to change the rest of the world. And there was a scenario in 1703 where you were in Abbey in France and you were a nun um, who had a priest above you that would abuse adult people but not children as opposed to the rest of the church which would, would be a variety of whatever they wanted. And you became a, a healer. You understood herbs and they actually trained you how to brew beer um, which was very, very rare to allow nuns to brew beer. You grew a, a brewed a type of beer that was used um, after a, a big local battle, and this um, beer was used to clean wounds and stuff like that, and it actually healed the wounds. And there was this attempt to say that you were of, let's just say, a witch in origin, but that was quickly proven because it was the recipe of the, of the beer of the people of the church. Um, you were taken aside and given more training, almost to like become a surgeon or a doctor or something to that effect. Um, but you quickly discovered you could heal with your hands, and you were brought deeper into the church and deeper into the church until you ended up at the Vatican as a personal healer to the Pope. And he would rent you out to different world leaders to go and heal their children and so forth. 
and you had a unique opportunity as a healer who understood a source of God was working with you that if you healed people over a period of a lifetime, even though it would be a lifetime of servitude, that those people would ultimately be able to make different choices in different lifetimes. So you kind of know all of the secrets of the kings and queens of Europe because you healed all of them, which would mean this lifetime, if you were into one of those advanced skin suits, you would be healing people left and right. So they're trying to take your healing skill away. But I must let you know is you can do this in this skin suit. This skin suit has skill sets that you have not even begun to understand yet. Okay. Um, I would like to know more about that. I'm, I'm beginning to embark on um, potentially a class that will take two years of commitment. Um, you know, learning. Um, I already started it, but I quit. Um, it's a clairvoyant training program here in the East Bay Area. And um, I, I do healing practices already. I'm trained in, in, in uh, Reiki. And I've also studied um, the energy healing at you know, a few other schools here in the Bay Area. And um, I want to be in service in this way, but I also don't want to be poor. And I also want to see if I can, you know, utilize my artistic talents. Um, so I'm, I'm on a, you know, I don't know if I need to be doing like red road type modalities. Um, I have a ton of feathers that come to me. Um, and, or if I need to go more traditional uh, healing modalities. Um, I want to bring Kathy in here to bring bring in a, a psychic business perspective from the woman's point of view, and then I'm going to add more on what's going to need for your red road, blue road ceremonial expression. Can I just ask you, I couldn't hear quite clearly about what kind of course is it that you were going to embark on? Well, um, it's a clairvoyant training program, so people come in every Monday um, in the city of San Francisco, and they receive healing based on a problem that they are encountering in their lives. So we look at, um, you know, the past life um, implications that they're still carrying forward, and we try to update the contracts and then uh, offer them one of three healing energies, which is either physical um, universal life, uh, it's a Christ force energy or a physical healing energy. Mm, okay, I get you. Mm -hmm. um, well, when I look at you and your energy and, you know, let's say work and career and um, not be poor, <laughs> all, all mixed in together, um, I would say that I actually don't really see that this course that you're thinking about will bring you um, what you want. Uh, I think the course itself is interesting and there is probably things to learn. But for me, when I look at your energy, it looks like you don't really gel that well together. Um, and by that, I mean more about what you can take away from it and how you can, uh, apart from help other people, how you can turn that into monetary value for yourself as well. Uh, to me, it's... Um, when I look at your your brain, let's call it, uh, your energy, your your thought process, your thinking energy, it's like you need a lot more clarity. Um, I mean, you're very comfortable in the gray area, but you, you also like ABC, you know, order and cause and effect. And to me, that doesn't provide enough of that structure for you. So some of the, mm -hmm. the concepts or the ideologies that they come out with are... <clears throat> 
well, I don't want to say it's like woo-woo, but it's a bit too too much for you. It's um, not quantifiable enough. So you have a little bit of a problem with, with that sort of stuff. For me, when I look at your energy, I would say have a look around you because there are some really great little groups that um, exist in your area. And by in your area, I'd say um, within 40 minutes at the most travel distance. Um, and these groups on their own, on the surface, they don't look super interesting, but the people that you will encounter in there are very interesting and you can learn a lot from them and techniques and things that will help you um, add this to, uh, you know, your string of bows of, the ch of um, talents and skills. I would find uh, something like that for you is probably more appropriate uh, if I look at your end goal of, of where you're going with all of this. I'm being a little bit vague because you're just so multi-talented. It's very difficult to help direct you in something that is a, a choice that will give you everything that you want. There are so many things that you could do, so many things that you would good, be good at, but whether or not they'll get you to where you want to go is a completely different story. Um, so first thing I'd like you to look around for what you would consider smaller interesting groups not necessarily a classroom or school scenario um, but any kind of scenario um, the other thing that I would like you to look at is go back um, to your own mind and look back maybe three or four years back because you had started embarking on a type of healing avenue or road or path that you kind of, uh, I wouldn't say had great success, but it really rocked you. And it was very difficult for you to um, comprehend what was going on. And so you you were a bit, um, I don't want to use the word scared of it, but you're a bit hesitant and you just let it go. I'd like you to just let your mind go back, go back to that time and have a think about what it was that you were doing, what you were learning, what you were practicing at that time. Because this is something that you could really fine-tune, really home it in and amplify it to do for your own healing and for others. And I, I think it would be an awesome thing to do. You'd be excellent at it. It's just a bit uh, daunting. I guess daunting is a better word than scared. Mm. There's um, a mentor that I have who's a very, very talented shaman in a tribe in the central coast of California. I don't know if you're referring to maybe an experience with him. Um, I had a very interesting experience when he took me to do a medicine back ceremony by a waterfall, and I heard rattling around the treetops, and I, I, it sounded clear as day, and I was confused why no one else was looking around the way I was looking around to mm. see the source of all of this loud noise. Um, so I don't know if maybe that's the person that you're referring to. It it's not as much um, a person as a discovery of something that just made you, ooh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I don't know if I want to continue with this. Um, so it's possibly the experience you had, uh, whether it's with uh, this particular shaman or, or someone else, I, I couldn't say for sure. But certainly it's something that made you, you know, gasp and, and drop, you know, like put it down and... I'll just think about that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And then you, were, you know, uh, went and did other things. So it's something that was striking enough for you to 
let's just call it draw breath. Um, but it's wow. something that you also don't need to fear or have hesitancy over. It's just that time it was a surprise and you weren't ready for it. It was a shock. Um, and the power of it was just, you know, too strong. <laughs> it, when I look at your energy, I also can see that you've um, heard things before, um, like, um, you know, not just rattling in the trees, but you've heard, um, like, voice. And I don't mean, like, um, uh, you know, schizophrenic hearing voice. I mean, you're just like, what, what was that? Was that, was th did that boom from the sky? <laughs> Wait, did they just talk to me? But there's no one there. You know, and it, it's this auditory thing that you have going, which also can get very amplified. And once that gets very amplified for you, it's also a little bit spooky because you just don't know where that's coming from. What I'd say to you about that is that you just consider it coming from your inner you, inner voice, that you're tapping into things that are around you. If you can think of it more like that, it's not as intimidating as what your imagination might think it is. Thank you. Because uh, it's a scary thing, you know, and especially when you, you don't even understand the message. <laughs> Yeah, you know. um, no, there's, it's a funny story about that. Um, my roommate also kind of dabbles in uh, shamanism of the Mexican region, and he passed around the pelt of a jaguar. I heard clear as day the growling, the throat growling of this jaguar, like, a few times, and I looked around like, does anybody else hear this? And is someone making this noise, and they're just messing with me? And then I understood it was just coming from, it was just for me. Mm. Um, that was very, very moving. I cried. I had to withdraw myself because I was just moved to tears from that. Um, so now I want to let you know that those are the skills of the skin suit coming through. So the skin suit that you're in is a very heavily empathic skill set, uh, skin suit, much more than any of the other ones, which can be a very big downfall to sensitive beings who are trying to train themselves to a scale of what is loud volume that's painful versus something that's non-painful. So your body, think of it as a, a human instrument right now, and it is an instrument tuned to the empathic nature of others. That's your innate skill built in, and others are seen and unseen. You have an innate ability to communicate to the unseen world flawlessly going from one state of consciousness to the other without a pause or a break in the continuity of consciousness. Does that make sense to you? Yes, um, that does make sense. Right. That is more rare and unique than I can ever describe to you. That is the highest path of spiritual enlightenment is to be able to go from one thought to the other without a breaking of continuity of thought, mind, spirit, the brain. And if people truly contemplate that, there is almost always a break in your continuity of consciousness when you're going from thought to thought to thought. A moment of living in the now, when you are an empathic instrument in the state of flow, which is all of your chakra points opened and spinning, that is your, your, your higher state of expression, your skin, your skin suit provides a talent, meaning that you'll be able to flow large volumes of life force through you for specific empathic purposes, like empathing the very nature of a storm that's coming to affect an area, or an earthquake, or 
anything else weather or ground related, the way a mountain grows, where crystals are going to be formed in mountains and how you can go and harvest them if you should choose because you understand the pressure changes in reality. Mm. You are a, div a, a, a diviner of the way reality is transforming. That is how much your DNA skin suit, you know, it, it was believed to be the worst for you. But you can turn that around and take everything that's negative and create a ceremonial life process for yourself where none of the negative can affect you. We live in an upside down and inside out world and you can create mirrors of the self and reflections of the self that teach you how to make it the right way all the way through. And this is where you're at. The self-healing and self-discipline training. I agree with Kathy that this two-year class for you is not going to show you what you want. I really think only you can show you what you want. You will need to take some form of higher education imprint when it comes to the healing skills and the healing classes that are there. Mm -hmm. And I think you take those so that you have a huge toolbox. I think you should sample a bunch of different healing modalities and simply apply it to what it is that you are going to be doing. Mm -hmm. So your first expression with me was sitting next to, you know, with, with Lance and, and seeing that. I think that very much applies. Look, look from my perspective of, of a person that, you know, did, did this thing with Lance and then, you know, the next week, there you are sitting next to him. This makes me think in a potential way, are you the next me? Do you see that? I'm humbled. Well, now you have to go from humbled to empowered. I see you in every chance and position of not just being an on-air personality, but being a healer of immense status if you should choose to take on the job. And it is a job, a fourth dimensional job that doesn't keep you entangled in third-density bullshit. Um, well, to answer that, if that is a question, I'm obsessed with everything esoteric, and I've been so for the last many, many years. I left the corporate world. I'm you know, trying to get by with jobs and trying to deal with the 3D world. But any opportunity to you know, learn and grow and, and help and practice um, sometimes the healing happens without um, my consent, quote-unquote. Like when I worked at a summer camp and there's a group of kids, all of a sudden I feel the healing start. And I'm like, okay, here we go. I guess the healing wants to happen right now. So then I'm giving like a big group of kids a, a mass healing at the same time, which is mm -hmm. really fun. Um, how do I get my um, health under I'm sorry, you were going to ask something? No, no, you want to ask, finish your health questions. Um, there's some uh, inner bleeding going on in the intestines, potential candida, and just immense uh, itching of the skin for my eczema. All right, so a anything dealing with the skin, you're going to need to do gallbladder cleanses okay. and, and candida control. Um, there are a number of products out there that are very good for candida control that don't require you to be, you know, crapping your pants off for nine months. Um, because a lot of them are like that and they don't actually, they, they, they tell you to do that when you don't actually clear up the candida. 
All right, that is our music. Hold on right there, and when we come back from the music, we'll finish up with you. And welcome back, everyone. Mandy, are you there? Um, I'm on time. Is that who you're referring to? That's I'm me. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sorry. I, I was reading. I was reading a chat room. <laughs> No problem. So I, I have a, a a product you can use um, for the um, Candida. I, I've used it myself, and it's very, very good. And the name of the product is called Colorex with a K, K-O-L-O-R-E-X. Thank you. If you get the one with the letter C, it is far less effective. Um, the one with the K is, is, uh, is undoubtedly the best hands-down anti-Candida uh, uh, control system that, that's ever been out there. Nothing else compares to it. Beautiful, thank you. Yeah, and within ten days, your your candida can be you know mostly cleared up. You just must be careful that you have a big die off, and you could have detox feelings. You just on that second, third, and fourth day, be very aware of your body. If you're in a, if you got heavy, heavy candida. Okay. Okay. So now I want to I'll talk more about what it is that you can do in a ceremonial expression um, to solidify the reality that's around you. You have had one of those humbling experiences, and the, the universe is asking you to, to work at a much bigger scale, dream at a much bigger level, and to take this, this spring and early summer to truly think about how big do you truly want to work and how much effort do you need to reach into your soul to pull forth the discipline to train yourself with all the different coping skills learning meditation classes and going and taking a bunch of smaller things to self-educate yourself and then to put yourself on that course not just being that humble person that's holding power but that humble person who is sharing power freely that isn't poor that isn't a zealot humanitarian giving away their power as soon as they get more power I accept that. I am ready to go as big as I can. Um, I feel that um, I had a dream recently where you know I was feeling kind of self-conscious about eczema and things like that. And not to sound um, superficial, but they showed me they're like wa- walking down a runway model. You know, like you're ra- walking down the runway like a model. They're like you're a supermodel. You know, like you're a spokesperson. Like you're meant to be seen in the spotlight. And um, you know, again, not to be vain, but it just kind of uplifted me because as a woman, we put so much value on our appearance. Um, but yeah, I would love to serve. Well, just to let you know, I have, I have, I have a, a similar skin condition also, and it can get pretty severe at times, okay. where it actually can affect my face. Exactly. Oh, well. I've learned to deal with that, to learn to be public with it, to understand that if I take on any of the projections of the vanity of others, I defeat my purpose of being a sovereign, neutral being, trying to be in balance from moment to moment to moment because my awareness allows me to see the exchange of energy that's going on in the seen and the unseen world. And my sovereignty extends into the unseen world and it does not have a cold, firm hand. It has the hand of a heart with an honest heart to make sure that beings that are predatory and abusive 
are not in my frequency, but those that are, are, are truly loving and exchanging and recycling the gifts of life are allowed into that, that frequency of self-expression with me. And you have to make that choice. You know there are people in your life you need to drop kick out of it. They may be fun, they may be enthusiastic, but ultimately they're not going to provide you anything on your journey into being a sovereign being because they're too dependent upon you. Yes, I've shed many friends, um, and now I'm very choosing. You need to choose the quality friends versus quantity. And I think that's the conundrum you've been stuck in the last two years. One quality friend will give you more beneficial life force over the year than 10 non-quality friends, quantitative friends. This is true. That's what you need in your life. You need those personal relationships and companionships and mentors in your life. That's the level of discipline, stability you need to create. So not only can you finish your transformation, but understand it during the process. So when the transformation is done, stepping into your power is as easy as turning your car on with a key and deciding where you want to go. That takes the humbleness of the woman now still sitting in that car in the future when you're ready to make that journey. Darling, I must move on to the next caller. You have been a fantastic teacher for a lot of people out there. Andrew. I okay. have to talk again soon. Thank well, you. I'm sure that we um, will. I'm sure that we will. Okay. So the ceremony that you're talking about in the spring and summer, I should just kind of um, put something together and whatever flows. Just uh, No, you need to make firm plans and goals and that you don't execute these firm plans or goals until like the 21st of June. That is your, that is your you know, college, you know, report date due of your goals for life. So between now and the 21st to 23rd of June is you're writing your life paper, which is who I want to be and what disciplines do I need to enforce around myself so I may remain disciplined in my life path. What are my hobbies? What are my recreation versus true source? And you have to have recreation time in that. Hmm. This is where you go into what I call the placenta of the void, where the earth is nurturing you with the unlimited stream of information so you can have an unlimited point of view when you go to manifest it here in the world. Okay. All right, darling, you have a beautiful day. Thank you. Blessings to the both of you. Bye-bye. Kathy, that was a special caller. I know, just a, such an amazing being, such an amazing one. And to be able to even have that channeling of energy to be able to talk to the weather, I mean, wow, you, you could feel her energy. It was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> exactly, awesome. Mm. You know, there are, there are many ways to see the world. And when, when we have our callers come in, they're, they're bringing their perception of the world. And then when Kathy and I also bring our perspectives to perceptions, there are times that we can see strategies that people have created from long ago and they don't have no clue that their intellect or their ego is creating strategies that look like synchronicities in real life. Mm. Like that class 
both you and I knew right away it wasn't going to be the right for her. Mm-hmm. That was an ego strategy, trying to create a moment where she would have had to have heavily invest something and had to have the ego make the choice of vanity. Do I want to go? Do I not want to go? Do I want to go? Am I going to learn anything? Am I better than them? Mm-hmm. So on and so over. It would have been the endless chatter in the brain even while she was in the class. <laughs> That's so true. Another thing I also, you know, really felt from her was the, the sense of powerlessness that she sometimes will just put herself into situations so that she becomes more powerless. Yes. You know, is I mean, you see it every day in so many people, and it's like you, you've got all these skills, you've got an incredible amount of ability and talent, and throughout, you know, especially for the last ten years, time after time and time again she will find herself or put herself in situations where she has become powerless. And then the issue of, oh, no, what am I going to do comes up rather than forge ahead with your own knowingness. It's tough to watch people sometimes. (laughs) Exactly. It's tough. But at the same time, the powerful ones don't get the easy routes, do they? That's true. And that that is so, so true. They have earned the hard way. Exactly, you know, especially like even with the skin issues, it's like that is a very big challenge that one has to take on. But at the same time, because you have that challenge, you are then forced to, well, not forced, but you have to train yourself to look beyond everything and not focus on image or vanity or um, other people's opinions and still exist in your own life, your own world, forge forward. And as you do that and you gain more confidence and understand who you are as a being, it then becomes less important. And often, I mean, the situation doesn't always dissipate, but it definitely decreases. Oh, exactly, exactly. All right, so I'm going to move on to our next caller. They have been waiting for a while. 760, your name and where you're calling from? Hello, my name is Edgar Paez, and I'm calling from San Diego. Edgar is your name? Edgar, correct. Uh, Edgar, welcome to the show, and what kind of questions do you want to ask today? Thank you very much, Andrew. Um, it is uh, a great joy to be able to participate in this reality. I found out about you just last week, and it's been a blessing. So thank you for you and Kathy. And, um so I've always been um, connected to spirituality. I've always had dreams and um, psychic ability since I was a little kid. And um, on New Year's, I accidentally did, um, I guess, like a ceremony, uh, like a fire ceremony you've been talking about, but it was a little bit different. But I had some, like, magic effects. And I was wondering if you can tell me a little about what happened that night um, and then where my soul comes from. I feel like I'm a crystal child. I feel from my planet. Um, I do Reiki since I was a kid. If you could just tell me a little bit about my galactic history. uh, I will, I will. Now, I'm going to ask you a quick question. And you said you found out about me a week ago. What was it that you heard a week ago that prompted you to say, you know, this this material is different? So, um, I saw the bus, saw interview linked on Facebook, and I clicked it. And I resonated with you from the beginning. I actually saw a quantum field around your head as you access the Akashic fields. So that was a blessing for me. Okay. And um, 
I've just been absorbing your material all these days. You, you had your own form of confirmation from the moment of the material. Yeah. Okay. So let me give you a, a description of soul history here. Now, your soul has been here a really, really, really long time. Okay. But it, it has no clue how long it's been here. It's lost track of how long it's been here. Because it's been through the reincarnation grid so much. Okay. You're, you're one of the classic souls that early on in the system at about 30 million years ago, the system understood there were certain beings that were so powerful that if they weren't eliminated early on, the system would never get to its final resolution point, which is the resolution of all embroiled universal karma. So you volunteered to be descended from seventh density to a third density being. Okay. So you broke yourself up into tens of thousands of different pieces and went through the entire reincarnation system from the very beginning, even sent soul, soul shards off world. At about 9,000 years ago, you exited the reincarnation system because your soul had been significantly reduced in power that it would not be able to alter the system with a single fart. Okay. At 9,000 years ago, you went into the astral world and began to recall your various soul shards so that you can be, instead of, you know, one or two or three percent of the total collective of who you are, you can raise it to five, six, or seven. That is what you've been doing for the last nine, 11,000 years. Okay. reconnecting to your soul shards. You still have time to go. And one of the reasons life has thrown you issues such as what went on on your New Year's Eve ceremony is because you tasted power of magic, you tasted the power itself, and you had the moment of understanding that the reality is very thin at certain times of the year. And one of the innocent things you didn't realize is that when you used the New Year's ceremony, you connected into everyone else's New Year's ceremony. Exclusive of a New Year's ceremony, that's like the Chinese New Year, the year of the monkey which is a more representative of a lunar calendar, something that your DNA skin suit recognizes more than your soul does. Uh And this is the innocence and ignorance acting at the same time. So when you did a moment, you interacted with the energies of everyone else and the spiritual attacks and magic attacks that you got back were representative of your soul now having more of its soul shards back and the system having to go, do I need to hit you in the head with a hammer? Yeah. So that's what happened. It was the system giving you a warning. You, 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 you screw with us. We're going to keep hitting you in the head with a hammer until you find an ancestral balance of energy, which is understanding you need to follow a lunar cycle and that as a man, you will have very much feminine reflections of menstrual cycles. But it mm-hmm. isn't... It is, it is more moments of deep spiritual connection with yourself in what you must create spiritual armor around yourself so yet your heart space can open up and fill the inside of the armor. And then a few day, after a few days pass, the armor sheds like a shell, and then your inner heart space gives you more light to work with for the rest of the month. Sounds good. Okay. So what other kind of questions did you have? Um, where does the RH negative bloodline comes from, and if it has any magic um, abilities, 
as opposed yes, to an RH negative. Yeah, it's a portal creating system. It's it's like its own closed so closed circuit television ring. So okay. anyone with a with a RH negative blood is able to create portals, um, and then not allow other beings to observe what's going on and going through those portals. They're able to camouflage it, or in some okay. cases, completely eliminate it from being observed. So in a way, it's like a protection when I want to do a healing circle or something like Correct. that. Correct. Correct. But you must awesome. actively engage it at the blood level. It is in the blood. So you have, you have to do something that triggers chemical responses in the body so that the mystical experience is transferred from the blood to the auric frequencies. So okay. you have to have a, a prayer that is guided to the blood, a meditation that empowers the blood, healing that goes into the marrow of the bone so that when you do these ceremonies, the greatest amount of portal protection energy comes through yourself because you have earned the greatest level of protection. Okay. Through the many acts you've done in other lifetimes. Okay. So you and cannot take self-protection for granted this lifetime okay. at Sounds all. Good. So I'm, I must <laughs> always actively protect myself and those I'm working with. There's a difference between actively protecting yourself and creating passive systems that require a monthly upkeep. It is okay. far more impressive for you mm -hmm. to have something that you create that has a monthly upkeep instead of you actively being aware and inevitably becoming paranoid. Okay. Sounds many good. people so, in the yeah, many many people in the lighty in the lighty lighty lovey lovey scenarios think that they're always protected by their lighty lovey 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 intention, and I'm going to tell you bullcrap. You can be uh -huh. in love and light and be haunted as hell. Yep. Okay. If you put up a thin piece of paper as your protection, and something goes through that thin piece of paper that you believed was steel, that's your own illusion. But you can create steel energetic fortresses around you that still allow the love, or the, uh, the love of others to come through because of the disciplined spiritual hard work you did during ceremonies to create it out of love. Mm -hmm. So that your, bo your boundaries are honored by the sovereign self and that the ancestors in the ever-present moment who have been acknowledged are part of your ever-present unseen moment acting as the filter to prevent the negative frequencies from directly affecting you. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. I want to bring Kathy in here for a second. All right. Thank you. Hi there, Edgar. Hello, Kathy. Um, you know, when I look at your energy, to me, it looks like, you know, I'd say the last few months... It you've had some sort of blockages. Would you say that it's harder for you to retain thoughts than normal? Um, it's been like that the last maybe four weeks or so. Yes, the year started off um, really intuitive and then it's kind of calmed down. Mm. To, to me, it looks like it's it's more like an energy block. Um, okay. Do you do things like uh, yoga? Um, I used to, but not um, every day. I usually um, do some working out, some qigong. Mm -hmm. um, um, I, I'd like you to, to try something that is more about um, connecting your, your mind and your body and your breath. Uh, okay. I'm choosing yoga um, because 
it doesn't all have to be very spiritual, airy-fairy yoga. It can be a workout and a mind-body connect um, as well. So you could have a look around for a type, a type of yoga that suits maybe all of those needs. But the, the point of this for me when I look at your energy is I'd like you to find a way that you can just reconnect your your energy in within yourself and around you like your aura and connect it with your mind. Because once you have the energy flow again, you'll find that um, thinking, well, I don't mean thinking, but holding long thoughts, um, very complicated thought processes, remembering mm-hmm. details, um, even um, understanding new concepts will be much easier for you. It should be much easier than it is being for you at the moment. Um, if you can't find something like yoga, then I would suggest something that um, allows you to connect your mind with your body in some way. Um, Qigong should be doing that, but possibly your body is too used to it. It may need a a different kind of form. Sounds good. Mm. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. When I look at what's coming out for you this year, you've got a lot of stuff that's going to go on. There'll be a lot of things you need to think through, sort through, and the more... Um, state of readiness you're in, the better equipped you'll be to just go bang, 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 you know, one, two, three, and it it will all go smoothly. The more time you waste on, oh, I don't know, wait a minute, did I read something about that? You know, whatever the confusing thought process is, um, you will then end up chastising yourself because you you would consider that being wasting time. Uh Um, And one of the things that is coming up for you is... Uh, work-related so you will find that you have big decisions to make and you'll have opportunities where you have to say yay or nay um, I think they're great opportunities that are coming up for you one of them is out of the blue and one of them is kind of you're hoping for waiting for uh, whatever decision you make it will go well so don't be worried that you'll make a wrong decision over something you know big in your life okay perfect and do you mm. see me more staying on my academic professional career or going more into Reiki shamanism? I would say, I would, mm, to me, it looks more like a hands-on healing type of uh, path that you will be finding yourself on. But I don't know that it's anything that you've touched already. To me, it looks new. Um and it's um, it has something to do with essences as well. Um, I, I'm not sure what kind because the only time I've seen this before is when someone was doing some work with Australian bushflower essences. So I guess it would be something similar to that, um, but it's certainly something hands-on healing related and essences, but something that you haven't touched. However, I don't think that will be your main focus, but that is where you will find your path is this year in terms of healing. Awesome. Um, in terms of the, the shamanistic stuff, um, I think that you will also find a lot of interesting people to explore or techniques or ceremonies. What I'll say to you really about this is what you, who you know now is enough. Whoever you know now and you've read about and you've dealt with and you've tried, 
that's enough for you to use and to explore at the moment. If you want to keep furthering that, try that again next year because you're going to have information overload and you won't know if you're coming or going and it's easy to get things mixed up. Okay. Also, you've already, I can see, been involved with some very awesome thinkers. So, you know, <laughs> there are only so many in the world. <laughs> I got one thing to add. Don't, don't fall for the acting community. Okay. This, this lifetime, you are not meant to be a thespian. Pardon me? Not, I'm not meant you are to be, not uh... meant to be a thespian. Okay. Okay. Has that has that come to you previously that you wanted to be uh, an actor? Um, no, but I just wanted to be um, active and known in the local community, and it never worked out. So I just focused on my personal life. <laughs> so, w- what were you trying to study in in academics? So I study cognitive science and I do behavior research, but I'm really thinking of starting an acupuncture program at the end of the year and leave my research position, so. Let me, let me assist you. Acupuncture is not going to teach you what you want. Okay. It's, it's not. It's not. It's going to teach you about energy, but it's not going to teach you about the spirit behind the energy. The, the, the doctoring system for it's just not going to allow it. Cranial sacral therapy will teach you the spiritual okay. side behind the doctoring because that's its very nature. And you can do an intensive in cranial sacral, become myofascial release, and even work on not just human beings, but certified in equine cranial sacral therapy, horses. Okay. Okay? There, there's cranial sacral therapy applies to a lot. I would like you to go to upledger.com. That's the Upledger Institute. They're the ones that created it. And seriously look at their course study instead of going into four years of acupuncture. Your understanding of, 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 of what you already have from, from re, um, your research and your work will directly translate into cranial sacral skills. Awesome. And, Andrew, will I ever find love in this life? Yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> that is our music there. We've got to let you go, but we'll be back just after the, the break here, and we'll be open up for more calls. Okay, thank you very much. All right, have a good one. We'll be back, everyone. We are joined by our next caller via Skype. Paulo, are you here? Hello, yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yep, yep. Your name, where are you calling from? Uh, Yeah, my name is Paulo. I'm calling from London. Paulo from London, welcome to the show. What kind of questions Thank do you, you want to ask? Um, yeah, well, um, there's uh, two parts to my question, and um, one I've always um, been, it's, it's a little bug, um, very excited in terms of history and in terms of, you know, all the lies that we're told um, all throughout, you know, the different education systems, so I'm very curious to find out about my own history. Um, and uh, the second part of the question is um, with coincidences. Um, I normally take those signs one way, but I've th- there's been a certain of a certain set of coincidences that's almost like a warning. So I just wanted to see your take on it. Hello, hello. Oh, that's very very interesting. What are the coincidences you're talking about? Um, okay, so. Um, 
Normally, for example, um, I had one previous um, girlfriend. Her name was Kate. And um, when I met her, I met a whole bunch of people with Kate. I never had one Kate on my phone book. And um, all of a sudden, I had numerous people with, with the letter K. Um, the 12th, for example, um, loads of my exes have been um, born on the 12th. Um, and I've recently met three people quite bad. And um, so the first one which had numerous bad habits. The second one wanted to pull me into it and I resisted. And I've now met the third person under the same sort of um, habits of life. And I'm just wondering, you know, what, what's going on? Normally it means it's okay, but I'm, I'm a little bit scared to... Um, to do anything it's also my boss so I, you know i have to right so th these three people that you're talking about um mm -hmm. they're so they're not girlfriends or exes or it, it's okay. uh, just an everyday encounter or okay so last year I've, um i was going out with a girl and she had very bad habits both um sexually and she was also into she was very dark. Um, so once I found out, obviously, let her go. Uh, I've since then met a male friend that tried to pull me along the same sort of walks of life. And um, I've now stopped talking to him and I don't have any dealings with him. Um, and now the third one within the space of a year um, is, uh, is my own boss, which puts me in a position where I can't really run away. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, normally these sort of synchronicities push me towards a right. yes decision, and this one's almost like a warning. <laughs> okay, I see. I see where you're going. Um, all right. So the first thing, encountering people with K's. Um, you know, th that's a very, very interesting situation. Um, is it like the last? let's say, five years, or your exes start with K? Um, no, so th this was, um, I just gave you an example in terms oh, of how, synchron how synchronicity oh. has worked in the past. So oh, when okay. I met my uh, one of my exes um, a few years ago, I didn't know anyone with a name starting with K, and the moment I started dating her, I had about, you know, I met numerous boys and girls starting with K. <laughs> it's almost uh. like I had a new phone book. Uh, <laughs> You're up to K. Up. <laughs> That's right. Um, now, a lot of my exes, um, also uh, pretty much all of them, all their birthdays somehow, without me even noticing at the time, so now looking back, um, they were all, they all had their birthdays on the 12th. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, now this third person that I've met now with bad habits um, their birthday is also on the 12th <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's mixing what, what I trust as good signs and mm -hmm. mixing them under very bad walks of life and I'm, I'm mm -hmm. a little bit confused as to what to make of all this right, right, okay well first things first Obviously, everyone with the name starting with K is fabulous, so you're lucky. <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> um, but, you know, when I look at your energy and what's going on, um, I I'm going to cut your questions up into a couple of different sections. Um, sure. The first one is, 
why are you encountering all these three mysterious people? Let, let's just call them mysterious for now, um, in such a short span of time. I would say when I look at your energy, it's because, you know, you're, you're in a, it's like a, a caterpillar to butterfly mode. You're waking up, you're um, growing, you're mm. becoming, and your light is so bright, you're attracting all sorts of, you know, um, mysterious people, whack job characters, and negative people. But on the flip side, you are also attracting positive people. So it's like you've put up a giant a cabled antenna and everything, mm. you're receiving all the signals and people are like, oh, look, he's over there, you know, and they're just coming towards you. Um, nothing you really need to worry about. You will find that over the next two years, this happens to you a lot. And it's mainly because your energy is just strong and vibrant, okay. positive, bright. So you're going to attract all sorts. It's up to your own individual discretion to be able to, you know, say, oh, fifth faff, I don't want to you in my energy, off you go, mm -hmm. yep. you know, on your bike. Um, but in terms of uh, your work situation, encountering someone who's, let's call it, on a little bit negative side, I would say just nod and smile like you have to because work is work. Um, but don't overly engage because if you act a little bit dumber on the more social levels of stuff, they'll get bored with you and he'll move on. Mm -hmm. um, it's the easiest way to cope with that situation because any um, confrontation of any type won't end so well for you because uh, there'll be denials and that, you know. <laughs> So it's, it's just easier <clears throat> to make yourself look a bit more boring, like you're not understanding, comprehending, and have them think that you're, you know, a weird egg and, and move on. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of relationship, I'd say, you know what, some come, some go. You encountered a, a few negative ones, whether it's on a love relationship or a friend um, relationship. When you realize that they're no good for you, just drop them. You don't even need to have a big, lengthy explanation I mean, because you're such a nice person, you actually yeah. want to explain it to them. I'd say don't waste your breath because they won't understand a word you're saying. It's wasted on them, and that's why they're in the position they are at the moment. So just cut your ties, say whatever it is you have to say, you know, I'm washing my hair, you know, <laughs> I, have yeah. to, I have to go to Leeds, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just get rid of them. Um, and that... When you formulate a way to do that, you will find it comes much easier for you over the next few years. And it's a very helpful tool for you to have, to know, you know what, I can do what I want. I can say what I want. I, I'm mindful of people's feelings, but no is no, and I don't need to explain myself to you because that is just not my mission in life. Okay. Um, and then jumping to the coincidences in terms of birth dates, um, even for me, that's a little bit of a weird one. I think I'll leave that one for Andrew to touch um, because I'm sure that's very deeply entrenched in something else. Yes, it um, is. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, why don't you I see, let Andrew there, there, explain there, it? No, I was going to say there was another one as well uh, over the last week. Whilst I've been trying to figure this whole thing out, I find myself in situations where I go into a different room of the house to pick something up. Once I get there, I look at the clock and it's 2222. Uh, 10 o'clock, 10.22, and then I realize, well, I've got nothing 
to pick up from this room. <laughs> so I've come here for no reason but to look at the clock, 2222. And, um, you know, once you look that up in terms of meaning online, it's uh, normally, you know, there's some sort of message someone's trying to get through to you. Um, how much of it is true, obviously, I don't know, but... Well, you're, you are going through an activation. So I, I got a question for you. How did you find out about me? Um, well, it's just um, I've got a strange taste for um, for history and for weird things, and I've come across one of your um, shows. Um, and, um, yeah, one led to another, and over the last week, and it's literally been a week, um, over the last week pretty much, well, not, I haven't gone through everything, but... Oh, and um, so being that very, very fresh to the material, have you read the contract revocations yet? Um, I've heard you do a few. Um, I haven't actually read any any material. It's just been videos. Okay, um, I'm gonna push this a little bit because I I, okay. I I I rarely do I get two callers that have just found out about me in a week. It's been quite some time since since that's happened. <laughs> And and I honor that 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 unique synchronicity because the mystery is showing me something, and so as for your first experience in contract revocation, and you happen to be here in Skype, I'm going to paste something into the chat room. It is kind of long; it'll take you about six minutes to read, but I would like for you to read it, and to okay. understand that this is a teaching interlayered with the teaching interlayered with an exposing of knowingness with inside yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want you to read it slow and with a little bit of bravado behind it. And what I'm going to do is turn on the no time field, something that you felt greatly in the galactic history interviews with, with Lance. And I, I do this sometimes during readings, but mm, it's been one of those skill sets that I, I will do more and more. And what people will feel is an, an intense warmth of energy as I'm putting up a golden tube of protection for this person to read their sovereign expression of free will. Okay. So just go ahead and read it, and you're going to be surrounded by a golden tube of light, and it's going to be making sure nothing interferes with you being able to um, make the statement. Okay, and do I need to say it out loud? Or? Yeah, out loud, yes. I, in the ever-present moment of now, choose to form a multi-layered spiritual court of equity for the express sovereignty, sovereign purpose of reconnecting me with the soul shards who have been lost in time through the acts of others, disconnecting the social system of time from consciousness living on the surface earth. All beings who have erased, altered, destroyed, or redefined our history with force inflictions um, or perspectives foreign to our race memory are hereby given notice your services are no longer required from this point forward and backwards through all perspective of time I break all contracts and subse subsequent prediction based contracts I enact the universal claim of taught what is your authentic signature frequency of universal place of state time your soul spark coming to existence 
um, you have violated me for the last moment of ever-present moments. You have, you are hereby banned and banished from all of my realities in all dimensions, time, streams, galaxies, and universes, and void space in which I exchange energy. I bind all acts against this. I am present, present, I am presence to every spiritual core of equity I have ever created. I enact the universal requirement of your source time frequency. Without it, you have no experience with me. You are not real. You do not exchange energy with beings who are not real. If at any point of time, of the time matrix, a form of consent was given, granted or assumed by some hierarchical authority, that this I am present, presence this I am presence is not fully aware of is now revoked with sacred neutral prejudice so complete and total disentanglement from the universe drama galactic drama or earth drama I make this definitive statement for a reason we cannot live within a solid point of reality that has no source function for the I am presence. The DNA technology was never meant to function in this matter. The propose of gene engineering has created a paradox of self-incarnation and reincarnation that has created a separation, separation of soul density that is not within the divine co-creative power of the self in equal co creation with earth mother realms that are usually source time codes with this knowledge in the ever present co-creative moment i connect with the akashic records of 20000 light frequency worlds i assemble all source time codes from all non-linear concurrencies running spiritual courts of equity i expand my knowingness to recognize all residual images of other soul family members outside this frequency of time and now share with the all my call to all sources of sources i call to my sacred space of in eternal internal healing I call to the four elements of earth, mother, realm, air, fire, earth, and water. I call to the seven directions that protect all sacred space of all unity, consciousness, and collective consciousness creations existing in earth, mother's realms. I call forth all unified collective consciousness creations with the source identified authentic signature frequency of the universe place of space time the collective consciousness creation came into existence i call forth i call forth all ancestors 
of all truth source relations to hold sacred neutral space in this multidimensional spiritual world court of equity. I call forth all observers using unentangled observer technology that manipulates in one, two or three degrees of separations. I connect all of you to all identified collective consciousness cre creation so you may be observed by your seven future generations. I call to my sacred medicine spread the healer's tools have been laid out in ceremonial fashion. We, the dreamers of the southern skies, call out to this moment of I am recognition of ancestors on the blue road of spiritual of spirit waiting for us to acknowledge their presence as I am being in a different form of time. I choose at this time to engage my sacred heart space to connect to the dreamers of the southern skies. To unify my dreaming presence with the I am presence, I make this super technology of communion and union with all sentient kinds, all sentient kinds living and coexisting in Earth's dreaming mind. With this now action of no time in dream space, I call forward, call forth the ancient future now. Seven generations of incarnation, incarnations of myself and soul families, so this I am may begin to tell the tales of ancestors past, present and future. I am a being of love, created through love, and with love I continue to create this space of knowingness so all beings may seek and find inner peace and solace through dreaming. I set out the dreamer's tools in my sacred dream space. I set out the shaman's healing bowl, engraved ancient sequoia wood with pictographs of the turtles and the stars. I set out the shaman spirit rattle so the rhythm of dreams is felt in all layers of the self. I set out the rites of passage victory feathers. I set out the last part of what is future self calling home. I speak to the crystal and mineral community these words of unity. The time is now, and the power is now. In the moment of no time now, I go deep into my shaman rattle, seeking the next words of life, so to ledged can perceive more of the dreaming world around them. I, sh I shake the rattle to send away the mind whispers telling us it's not real. I go deeper and deeper into the world of dreams, finding my dreaming self from a long time ago. I greet myself with this message of all ancestors. The time is now. 
and the I am presence is here to assist all of nature to find its remedies and resolve with all creatures kind in the dream space of earth realms. You who is Mother Earth manifests, I call to you in dream time, I am self-presence. I ask you to aid me in understanding my star brothers and sisters who dream a different dream space still linked to our dream. And welcome back, everyone. Paula, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, yep. Yeah, that took a little bit longer than I thought than I thought it would for you to read. Anyways, how did you feel when you were reading that? Uh, sweaty. Um, sweaty. Uh, almost like, um, it was almost like you had the difficulty of reading. Um, right, and I, what, I, what I wanted to, to use this as an expression is you had never been used a contract revocation before. Mm-hmm. And you're at a point where you need to define your boundaries. All of these dates of the 12th are coming up to you because these are all people that are going to bring you down. Bring you down to the lowest common denominator. Do you use your sovereign free will or not? You have a, a whole bunch of yourself that's disconnected from yourself. And, and many children go through this but in their puberty lives where they block off whole sections of their frequencies because they had to lose innocence. Okay. And your particular loss of innocence was your boundaries were greatly violated. And not in a in a dist- you know, violated, but the, on an unseen level, your dream spaces, ghosts, etc., 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 which has driven mm-hmm. you to seek out your own mystical sets of experiences. Yeah, right? and you're at a point where you need to become the practicing magician, the practicing shaman, so that you don't have things come back on you. And one of the reasons this was so hard for you to read is because you had to summon a lot of inner light to say the words and process the words. Okay. Is this something I can read in my own time as well? On your own, until you can get enough bravado behind it, understanding of what the connections of words were really making to the unseen world that you're reading to. One of the reasons I chose this is this is a revocation I've never published before. Um, this is something that I've been working on, on privately for a very long time for those people who understand the power of the out loud word. And from your innocent perspective of having never read it before, read it, and you're reading one of the, the higher end expressions of this to show that you have to work in a bigger scale for yourself. Okay. It's time for you yep. to start start wearing the big boy magician pants. Setting I'm up not really sure how, to be honest. But. <laughs> you have to figure out how. What is the safe way? It means every time you want to do anything that's magic, it's sacred. You may, you're putting up all of your protections, so every ceremony has a beginning, a middle, and an end, and you never leave any ceremony open-ended, walked away from it. Everything must be closed. Okay. I have got to move on to the next caller, but you have been very, very, very good. And for those people out there who wanted a copy of this revocation, um, I kind of exposed it a little early. Um, depends on what goes on. I, I may put it out. This is one of those those personal ones for me that um, sometimes words can be used in a in a the wrong way. Okay. Okay. And uh, thank, thank you, Paula, for calling. And we're going to move on to our to our next caller in just a moment here. 
Okay, thank you. Okay. Kathy, are you there? Yes. Wow, that was so powerful. Yeah. <laughs> you can just feel the energy coming through and just the cleansing, the clarity, the grounding. And I want to I want to finish reading one part part of it. Um, just one second here. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to. I'm 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 opening up an acacic ball of ball of berms there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not time for fishing. <laughs> it's not time. That that's that chocolate souffle. I opened the door a little early on that one. <laughs> but I can understand why that you know those words are just itching to be spoken. <laughs> Well, I, again, I've had my own my own sets of spiritual experiences over the last few years, as well as over the last few weeks and over the last few days that uh, have shown me another layer to the perspective, another way to understand it from a different point of view. Mm, mm. And it fills in a lot of blanks for myself of why why people have modus operandi and they don't even realize that. Mm. Well, that's true. Sometimes the reason is buried so deep within us that we're just not conscious of it. That's right. Certainly, it's it's something that is very thought-provoking as well. Because when, when you have that cleansing and that clarity comes, oh, wow. Ooh. Now I'll have to address these issues. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I prefer it. I mean, I do. <laughs> oh, it's just so wonderful, though, to see the energy of uh, Polo light up when he was speaking it. I mean, you could just see the grounding. You could see his spirit, his soul was just smiling so much. It was like looking at the sun. Yeah. It was for, for his first chance of of doing it on his own, did very, very good. And all we had to do was facilitate the protection mm, so yeah. that when he begins to speak his sacred words, he facilitates his own protection. Mm, very important, very important, and often something that people forget, but extremely important to do. Right. It was uh, very interesting to see all his uh, awareness of the synchronicities of 12. Oh, yeah. It spoke loudly to him, it was <laughs> yeah. telling him that these are the people who are going to bring you down. They all have the bad habits. They all were dealing dealing with the darker side of life, the darker side of sexuality. Mm, mm. And that was his temptation. Very difficult to resist when the universe keeps throwing it at you, isn't it? Well, it, it does that to bait and switch you. Mm bait you into the concept and then switch up so that you have to deal with the habit patterns of the being and not the thing that's controlling that being. Mm, that's true. Like a distraction tactic, isn't it? That's right. Pulled into the web of deceit. Yeah. <laughs> the spider web. That's right. <laughs> mm, well... For those of you that are interested in a private session and that want to go deeper with your questions with either Andrew or myself, go ahead and call the office now at number 360-894-0692 and they will be happy to answer any questions you have. Again, the number for a one-on-one -on -one session with Andrew or myself is area code 1 for America, 360-894-0692.
And we want to remind everyone at revolutionradiofreedomslips.com is a 100% listener-supported station. So drop on by that site support button and give the station a little bit of kudos. All right, we are going to move on to our next caller, Noreen. How are you doing today? Hey, nice to hear you. You know, it's ironic um, that uh, the other Paulo was talking about the numbers. I just had to say this because I see 11 and 22 and all the, all the time, but I think a lot of people do. So, you know, I don't see that as being weird, but I don't know. I think a lot of people see that, notice that I do. But, well, um, he was saying 222, and then the number, the 12th, were the birthday. You know, four people with the date, birth date of the 12th, all within oh, those pants. Oh, yeah. I see. So he was being very specific about that. Yeah, I, very specific. I, yeah, <laughs> I see 11 and 22, and I think a lot of people do. I don't think it means, you know, anything. But, um, I mean, it's good. But just to preface um, what's been going on um, with, oh, God, with myself is, you know, I've been on this long journey of healing, um yeah, it's been pretty, pretty long, um, you know, internal cleansing. I've been doing, just started doing yoga, chanting. I've been meditating a long time, getting into drumming, and I'm an intuitive whatever you want to call it. I don't label myself healer, but it's like now, you know, now finally, it's like all my own um, junk is coming out, like all my own past wounds, um, you know, all my... Um, on my own, um, I don't know, like um, unfulfilled desires and goals, they're like coming up and haunting me now, like, oh my gosh, and I feel like I've been psychically attacked since I was a teenager and in my early 20s, like, something's been always trying to stop me and destroy me, always, always, you know, it's just been so, really, I mean, admittedly right now, I'm like kind of like in a fear, sadness and fear mode, because I've been fighting this for so long, and I'm like, am I doing the right thing, and it's just crazy. Noreen, on our on our last call, we we, we talked about this, mm-hmm. and and I was very specific at what you were dealing with. Since that last call, what has changed for you? Have have you have you been able to make the ceremonies? Been able to do the revocations and make the sacred tell the story? Because what was for your last call was very specific, and you're dealing with the exact same energies again. It's a cyclical process repeating in you over and over again since the the moment of the first innocence lost. Mm-hmm. Um. The, yeah, I've been trying to work on some of those in focus. So finally, now I feel like I'm in more. Um, you know, I, I don't know how to say this. Um, now I feel like I've been more focused on this, but maybe I'm calling again to be reminded again because I think. Maybe I missed some of that message you're telling me, but I didn't miss it all. I know that. So there's a difference with- between missing and ignoring, missing mm-hmm. and not hearing. Okay. Oftentimes, when people are dealing with entities like you're doing, you're you're not hearing the message and the message behind the message, mm-hmm. and it's not that you're you're ignorant or gullible. It's you are literally not hearing the message because you've gone so far into a negative frequency. You can't hear the whispers of the trees anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. You've gone so far into the negative frequency. Your pendulum has to switch to the other side, meaning you have to turn off all of, all of the things that, that have been going on in you, which means turning off your psychic skill for a few days and to have the guts to do it. 
so you can reset it and reprogram it as it's turning back on. So it can no longer entangle you in certain areas that bring on the negativity. Mm -hmm. It is your sovereign duty and purpose to begin to deprogram your parasympathetic. It is what's bringing up all of these issues with you. It's what's still creating portals to those entities in your unawareness. Mm -hmm. It's what you empower to survive when you couldn't survive when you were young going through the abuse. Mm -hmm. Right. Therefore, you must understand that the body is what you are working against right now. In itself, mm -hmm. it's the entity. It's the entity saying that I'm the soul and Noreen is not. The body is not the soul. That's the layer of confusion your body, mind, and spirit are working with. Mm -hmm. This is what you must focus on is taking the confusion out. Who is the soul? Who is the body? What is the hierarchical pecking order of the self? Mm -hmm. You must make your wants, needs, and desires have the same in goal. That is your saintly work of the self. Mm -hmm. A desire that tapes you deep into the negativity versus a want that keeps you living. Mm -hmm. You must redirect and refocus those to the same goal. Hierarchical pecking order. Why does the lowest negative self have the greatest amount of voice, time, energy, and effort when the I am presence is there? Mm-hmm. It's like a reset then. Total reset. When only you are the only one that can do this. Break the contracts, vows, and agreements. Cut the cords to the old memories. Allow them to be entered to the Earth Akashic record so they're never forgotten and always learned from, but they no longer need to be in your signature frequency. You are going to face this decision over and over and over and over again until the day you die, until you make the choice to change it. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is Karma 101 teaching you the biggest lesson of a very powerful soul. Use your free will or give up. That's where you're at right now. You're at that level where the soul shard that is you that wants to reconnect to the higher version of itself, it's got to make the choice. It can't do it. It doesn't have enough power and it's ready to, it's ready to, to succumb to the mystical experience of reintegration of the self. Mm -hmm. I want to bring Kathy in here. Hi, Noreen. Hi. It, it's, when I look at your energy, it seems like there's a lot of, you know, personal stuff that's going on, personal dramas, and um, it's a lot of distraction, I'll call it. Um, one of the things I would say that you really could probably benefit from is having some downtime. Um, I know this sounds very basic and very simple, but I'd like you to be able to take some time and just spend it with you, all about you, not spiritual growth, not self-esteem anything, not knowledge seeking, not practicing anything, just to take some time for yourself and whatever it is that you find enjoyable, you know, like taking a bath, going and getting mani-pedi, uh, getting your hair done, 
having lunch with someone that you don't see all the time, an old friend, going through your closet, trying on clothes, remembering how you felt fabulous when you wore this outfit, that outfit, you know, look online for a new pair of shoes you might save up for. I'd like you to do things that take you out of your brain where it is now and remember what it is like to be you, just you, and all just being about you, yourself, the person, the woman. Because when you can get into that space, you will find that it's much easier for you to focus on anything that you want to touch. At the moment, you're just sort of drowning a little bit in everything that's going on and you're thinking too much and you're trying to learn too much. It's very difficult for you to focus on anything if you cannot connect with yourself. Does that make sense for you? Yeah, I've done that though, in the, in the not not that long ago. And But then I thought, well, this is not, I wouldn't say it's frivolous, but I thought I've done it before and I do it anyway. So I, I guess I felt like I needed to do something more spiritual because I felt like I was already doing that. But I mean, okay, it's what, not like, what did you do? Oh, like the things you were talking about, like focus on, I, well, I always do the beauty thing anyway, kind of, but, you know, it's like, that's always been a part of my life anyway, you know, doing like, like face stuff or clothing. I like clothes, so that's not really separate for me. It's always been a part of me, fashion, but it just, um, and I'm not getting rid of it at all, but it just, mm. um, I felt like whatever's going on with me needed to be so paid attention to because I'm thinking, well, yeah, I still do that anyway, so what's going on here, you know, something else is going on, and I guess that's where I feel internally confused, because it's not really like I've thrown things out the window, necessarily, no, I haven't done that, but just, Mm. no. But I would say more of it is not so much what you regularly do, perhaps I didn't explain, my scenarios weren't a very good explanation, I want you to do things that you would consider pampering yourself that you do not do, on an, you know, like a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So if you regularly do shopping and mani-pedi, etc., then look for something else that you would consider pampering. Well, I've been doing a little bit more like um, aromatherapy, like wearing more varied oils, like that smell great on me. And I feel like that. I feel like that physically and spiritually pampers me. I've been doing that lately, and mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about? going to like a spa day then for um massage spa healing sounds good you know i mean something that you would consider pampering and by pampering i mean oh that's very expensive could i spend it on myself Ooh, (laughs) but i don't get anything out of it you know (laughs) that's what i mean take those extra special things because i want you to remember what it was like to be you Mm-hmm. The special you. Right. And without the interruptions. Well, I have been doing downtime, though, in this last month a lot. I mean, I don't even, I, I only go out just to go necessary shopping. And, yeah, I, I look at my clothes and I have fun with my clothes and, like, the woman stuff, like you said. So I could do some pampering. I mean, it's not like, it, yeah, I've been doing some of this stuff already, but I just feel like, my whole life is coming before, flashing before my eyes, and I think that's what's scaring me even more than this stuff. This stuff is great, like what we're talking about. But this other stuff was like, oh my gosh, like so shocking, you know? Like, yeah, I think that's what's been going on. It's like, you know. Yeah, I think still now your mind is just too busy. 
try and focus on what I said and mm-hmm. see if you can achieve that because when you can achieve it, everything else will seem simpler and fall into place much sim- much more simply, I should say. It's not an easy thing to do. By nature, we don't tend to want to pamper ourselves or just spend that time remembering who it was to be us because we're so caught up in everyday life. Um, there's so many distractions, people calling, family responsibilities, etc., that just to live your everyday life is very confusing for yourself as a soul. Mm-hmm. So when you can reconnect with, you know, Noreen, the being, the soul, the self, the woman, then you'll be in a place where you can deal with all these bigger issue things. But until you get to that place, anything that you do is still going to be fraught with the same issues that you have at the moment. Sure. Mm. It's like a nine one one for look after me. <laughs> <laughs> but when no, Andrew, number one. <laughs> yeah, when, when Andrew was bringing up the parasympathetic, I, I was researching. And I need to 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 really do that part too because I feel like that, like he was saying, has something to do with this too, with the whole woman thing, and that's that's another thing. My whole life, I feel like. I don't know if it's entities, you guys. I'm going to be crazier. I don't know if it's entities or what the hell it is has been saying. Don't be a woman. And I'm like, oh, that's what I am. You know, I feel like these things are trying to pull me away from who I am in the center. And, yeah, and I'm always trying to, like, meditate and center and, yeah, do some of that woman stuff, too. I'm like, am I doing this right? You know, like, what's going on? Like, wow. It's like, whoa. Mm -hmm. See, again, your mind is too busy, too many distractions, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. I know what I'm saying seems too simple, but it really, for you, this is what you need. And, I know for sure this is not going to be easy for you. <laughs> I know you think you can do it. It's not a problem. But when you, when you find that it's a challenge, just remind yourself, I am important. I am the number one. Noreen is queen. And, yes, I am a woman. So <laughs> poo-poo to all of you out there that's saying I'm not. <laughs> and, you know, really embrace it. Because if you can do that, you can really achieve anything. But you need that first. Without that, you're always going to be hanging around, distracted, thinking, okay. oh, no, oh, no, I've this and that, and yeah, oh, you know, what about this? And Yeah, and I've always, but it's funny because what you're saying is something I've always known. I, I bet I couldn't ever share it with people, like how I'm sharing it with you guys right now. It's not something I could just bring up, like, you know, with friends or family, like, hey, you know, like, Maybe like, it's because huh? like, you don't have any confidants. Mm. Mm-hmm. You have you have carefully laid a life where you don't have people you can be confident with and, and talk that way. Well, it's changing. It's getting a little better, but no. you're you're trying. You really are trying. And I might have seemed a little harsh on you at first, but the last call we were dealing with the sexual dysfunction demons mm-hmm. and 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 the nightmares that you were having. And those are reoccurring and cyclical, and that is something only you can you can challenge at this point by being a sovereign person, by understanding that Noreen is the soul, and the body has no control over that. What an excellent memory that you can remember my call from like two months ago. That's that's amazing. That's absolutely well, amazing. You must understand. I pushed that call. I, mm-hmm. I I broke my own personal rules because I. 
I edit for content because some things are, are difficult for other people mm-hmm. and information can be easily misunderstood. Sure. But by doing that call, it helped a whole bunch of other people because wow. of the clarity in which wonderful. I did it. Very people similar to you uh, when it had a private session with me because of you, Noreen's call and me pushing really? the rules. Yes. Wow, that's one. Well, I'm happy about that. You know, that's that, wonderful. It made this own this own person confront their personal issues with what went on and wow. what they were going through in their own self tortured process. Phew, wow. Huh. Wow. Okay. And so. I, I want to see you get better. But I also know that you won't until you set a goal and follow through with it and, and be done with the external sources. I am really up to trying to, you guys, simplify things. Believe it or not, I have been trying to. I, just, I, I, I believe you have, but it's still uh, scratching at the surface. To oh, me. it's weird. Wow. wow. It's what you, you consider heavy lifting is what I consider you moved a, 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 a six by nine letter. You didn't move <laughs> oh, an apartment. Wow. Well, maybe I need ah. to, to maybe I need to re to connect to a more powerful source in myself or something. You need to disconnect from the external sources and tell all the voices to shut the hell up. Yeah, I you know I know what's right in my own intuition, and I think sometimes people try to tell me it's not, and I'm like, no, I, I'm learning how to shut that off. Like, no, okay. I know myself. And then you have to understand that the body has all sorts of psychic traumas that are impressed into it. And this is where the the truest, hardest part of self-healing and self-nourishing, which is going into the physical body parts that got the trauma and removing the energy, energy, not by ripping it out, by grabbing at it, but carefully, lovingly pulling the energy in in an energy massage form until that forms an energy cyst that you can naturally release from your aura. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I may have to get a private reading about that parasympathetic... uh with you. I think, yeah. All right, all right, darling. That is the end Thanks of the show. So Thank you for calling, and 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 I, I want to see you get better. But it, this is at the point where you have to take much bigger steps into this. You are dealing with some big things, and you can no longer use baby steps as the excuse. Got it. Thank okay. you. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you so much for calling, everyone. Bye.